Welcome to the C3 Calgary podcast. We are so grateful you have come to join us. We would love to invite you to one of our in-person services. To find out times, locations, and more about our church, visit our website at myc3church.ca or find us on Instagram. Enjoy the message. Um, Thank you, worship. That was awesome. Uh, Round of applause to worship team. That was great. So good. I'm just going to soak up some of the faces right now. It's good. Um, Thank you, Lauren, who's at home, Kelly, for just trusting me to be on this stage. This is your family. These are the people that God has put in your life to steward and and guide. And and I'm very honored. I understand that um, there's a lot of weight to that. And so I'm, I'm honored to, to share a little bit of my story. I'm not here to, to preach at you. I'm here to uh, share a bit of my walk and the times when I was not walking with God. And, and my story is a story of redemption. My story is a story of um, prodigal. I was, I was definitely a prodigal son. Um, and... And it just boggles my mind, like even like Kelsey and I, my wife, my beautiful wife in the front, uh, who is pregnant, and she's looking great. Um, yeah, my like I just it boggles my mind that even though I have walked the walk that I have, that God continuously chooses to use me. It's wild. And, and I think that, you know, I come up here today and um, God has timing and purposes that we don't understand. And so I just know that um, God is using me today to speak to some people in this room. Uh, and it's not me speaking, it's, it's the Holy Spirit. I just want to pray to start off uh, about that. Father God, I just thank you for, for who you are and who you have been in my life. I thank you that you never... You never gave up on me, even though I gave up on you. Father God, I just ask that you come into this room like you already are, actually. Holy Spirit, be tangible today. Be, be a weight today. And, and Holy Spirit, anything that is of, of me, let it fall. But anything that is of you, let it speak to hearts. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Cool. Um, yeah, my story. It's, it's a long one. I'm not going to go into everything. <laughs> uh, I grew up in a good, good home. My, my, my dad's a pastor. Uh, we got taught right. And um, honestly, I think it was just the, 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 the way the devil is, is a tricky guy. He knows that there's giftings on people, and he, he wants to attack that. And uh, my family definitely got attacked. Um, and, and me and my two brothers uh, all strayed away. Uh, one of my brothers we're still praying for. Um, he, he's, uh, he's been lost for a while. But for me, I, I, I kind of got to a place where, you know, I grew up in this church where Everyone would come to church and act perfect. (laughs) 
you know, you come to church and you, you, you put your suit on, and there's nothing wrong with wearing a suit, nothing wrong with dressing up. I like dressing up too. But it was like a mandatory thing. It was like a, it was a you are, are showing off that you are better. Uh, and, and so I'd see that, and I grew up in, in, in seeing that, and then also seeing them out in the real world and going, like, there's a, it's not aligning here. And for me, uh, yeah, it really just kind of threw me off. And then um, the church ended up really hurting us as a family. Uh, it ended up making my mom, who is an amazing worship leader, uh, she ended up straying away from God for a long time and, and praise God that her and my dad are now pastoring two, two churches up in Edmonton um, again together. So again, redemption is just amazing. Um, but for me, it kind of, it threw me off. I, 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 I got a real bad taste in my mouth um, and I didn't, I couldn't differ, differentiate between who God is and who these people were. Uh, it, I saw it in the same picture. And so for me, I just kind of, I was done. Uh, and then, uh, product of your association, uh, I started hanging out with really bad people. <laughs> Doing really bad things. They're great people, actually. I know God has poor, you know, a purpose for them as well. But it got me on a, a wild a wild ride. I won't get into too many details because there's probably some kids in the room and not all of those details are important. But just know that uh, I was, I was, I should have been in jail or dead. That's not, that's not, uh, I say that just blunt because that's just the truth. Uh, I, I, I did a lot of bad things and I hurt a lot of people and uh, those are things that, that I regret uh, now, but I also know that the redemption of it was on purpose, and God used it. So yeah, I was, I was in a mess. Um, from 17 till 19, I was like deep into the hole. And uh, at 19 years old, um, at 19 years old, I decided I was just done with it all. I knew in my heart that I wasn't designed to hurt people, but that's all I was doing. And I knew that um, I knew that there had to be more to this life, but I was so twisted up that I just thought it would be better for life to go on without me. And so I... Uh, I tried a few times, <laughs> and it didn't work. And, and then, um, mm. finally, I was, I, it's wild because I, I have the note still at home, but I was writing my letter to my mom, um, just, a, you know, saying sorry and saying that it was better without me. And that letter ended up, turning into me pouring out to God. <clears throat> and yeah, wrap it up. And as I wrote this letter, I, said, I basically said, okay, God, like, if you're real, 
Like, I don't know anymore. I don't know what's going on. I don't know up from down. I don't know what. But if you're real, you have one week. After one week, it's done. Uh, I'm, I will no longer be here. The next day, I get this call uh, from a friend who's down in Medicine Hat. Uh, I'm, I was up in northern Saskatchewan, Prince Albert. One of those northern Saskatchewan folks. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, yeah, I get this call just randomly. I, haven't ta- I hadn't talked to this person for a very long time, but I kind of grew up with them, alongside them. And they said, hey, I got a job for you, and you can live with us. And I was not in a place to understand that God was just, like, listening. <laughs> like, I didn't hear that. All I heard was, okay, like, hey, money and a place to live, sweet. And so I left everything. Uh, literally my car, I left most of my possessions. I just packed a bag, threw it, went in a, van, uh, uh, a bus and went to Medicine Hat. And God really started working on me there. Um, I started kind of getting connected with some of the, the good people that were, that were always in my life, but I was, wasn't able to see that they were there for me. Uh, and, and it was funny because my older brother... He went down his story, his journey of redemption a little bit before me. And so he ended up, um, you know, going into uh, YWAM, Youth with a Mission, and, and started going down this trail. And, and while I was there, I was working, I was doing good, and he just messaged me this one day, phoned me up, and he said, hey, we're doing a staff day at this, at this camp, and there's going to be steak and potatoes, corn on the cob, and I'm like, I don't know if you can tell, but I like to eat. <laughs> and so I was like, dibs, I'm in, I like food. And in the back of my head, I'm like, there's probably some pretty girls there, like, I like that. <laughs> That's where I was at. And uh, yeah, so I, I went and, and we, had food and, and fellowship time, and I didn't know. Like, again, I'm still a heathen, or like just outside of being a heathen. And I like, so I start, I like, you know, we're eating, and out of nowhere, it starts, it, it turns into a worship service. And I'm sitting in the back going like, Matt, Matt's my brother. I'm like, Matt, you got me, man. Like, you tricked me, dog. <laughs> So we like, we went down, you know, worship's happening and I'm just sitting in the back going like, I'm fairly uncomfortable, but I'm in the middle of nowhere and I, I actually wasn't near my car. So I'm like, I guess I'll just stand in the back. And at that point, I had this crazy experience uh, where I heard this voice. And at the time, I thought I was going crazy. Uh, and this voice said, you... Uh, you need to go into YWAM. You need to take your discipleship training school. And in more colorful words than I'm going to use today, I said no. <laughs> and I said, okay, if this is you, or like I think I'm just going crazy, I might be schizophrenic. Um, but if this is this God character, um, then you got to do everything because I'm not doing a thing. I have a good job, I'm making good money, I'm, 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 I'm feeling good about where I'm at. 
crazy part is my grandma, who is a, an amazing woman of prayer. Uh, I truly believe the only reason why the three of us brothers are alive today is because she prayed for us. So for all you uh, grandmas and grandpas out there, please keep praying for your kids. Pray for those grandbabies, uh, the ones especially those that are lost, because it matters. And your, your prayers matter, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a sword. It's not just words, it's a sword. So just encouragement to keep praying, because it saved me. So my grandma wakes up at three in the morning. I don't actually know the time, that just sounds good. So she wakes up at three in the morning, <laughs> and she goes, she just like hears God say, you need to sign John up for discipleship training school. What? That's crazy. So she did. And I'm sitting there, I didn't even know uh, until weeks later, she, you know, I'm over there for Sunday dinner after being a heathen all weekend. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, uh, so I signed you up. I did the, the fundraising through our church. You're good to go. And you're signed up and, and you're accepted for this school coming up. And I go, well, that's not my plan. But I said I would. And, and I remembered saying that. And so I said, well, I still think I'm schizophrenic now. Uh, but sure, I'll do it. So I show up and... Uh, I get to this school, and like, literally, like, I come to this school uh, the night before I'm out at the bar partying. I get to this place. I sit down. Our, our school was about 80 students, uh, and then the staff, and I'm sitting there, and they're all, like, talking about their stories, and I'm sitting there going, like, y'all don't know who you're sitting with. Like, you're all good, you're all like good people. I'm not a good person. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I, this, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have been here. And that night, uh, that night we, we ended up kind of just jamming. I'm a musician. My brother's a musician. So we're, we're just sitting in the main hall and we're playing some music together. And uh, everybody comes in. And starts worshiping. Like, I don't even know if I'm saved at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. Like, people are... And I'm like, I grew up, like, very traditional, conservative background. So people are, like, raising their hands. That's weird. <laughs> Why are you raising your hand? Like, no one's picking you up. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, like, kind of freaking out a little bit. And, uh, but I'm like, whatever, they'll stay their distance and they won't get hurt. That's kind of where I'm at. And, and so we're going and then all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I experienced the Holy Spirit going into a room with people and people started falling over and speaking in like weird languages. And I'm going like, I am in the wrong building. <laughs> there is a mistake here 
and I'm freaking out, and the door is on the other side of the room, and there's a wall of people on the floor. I don't know what to do. And like, legit, <laughs> sounds crazy, but I'm sitting there with my jimbe, tapping away. The music all stopped already, but I'm still tapping because I don't know what else to do, okay? So I'm just tapping away. I'm looking, and in my head, I'm like, okay, if I go across, if I try to walk out and someone grabs me, I'm going to kick them. Uh, and that's probably not good. So I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I don't, I'm like looking at the window beside me, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I could throw this jimbe through that window, get out before anyone like, you know, really figures out what's going on. This old, older lady comes up to me, Donna Jordan, Donna Jordan, bless her soul, comes up and she says, hey, can I pray for you? I'm like, Go hard, lady. I don't know what's going on. So she's like, cool. So she starts praying. And as soon as she touches my shoulder, there's an angel in front of me. I don't know if anyone here has seen an angel. The first thing that happens is you get really scared because, like, what is happening? There's an angel there. Uh, and, And then my whole body it's filled with peace. And I just know that it's safe. And that started, from that moment, started a four and a half year redemptive journey of digging into my roots, figuring out what I believe, digging into the Bible and reading it, and going into the mission field. And I spent the majority of that time in Asia as a missionary. I I spent about a year and a half straight in the Philippines. uh, Saw crazy things there. We don't have time to get into all those things. But I I saw miracles. I saw people get healed of cancer. I saw, this is a crazy one, but I saw um, someone had a, their right leg was shorter by like, probably like that. It was quite a bit. They had a little cane thing going on. And we saw that leg grow. And, and I, I started to experience this loving God that will move in the midst. And I ended up going to China. I spent, um, I spent about eight months in China. Uh, it was crazy. That was a wild one because we got there. We flew into China without a plan. We, we didn't know. We just kind of like sat down and prayed as a team. And we're like, okay, where are we going? Um, we had easy routes to like the Philippines and some of these other places. Where we had lots of connections. And we all just felt China. And I'm like, I'm kind of down for adventure. Uh, and so I'm like, sweet. Like China's underground church and stuff, right? It's like illegal. So we're like, down. I'm like, I filled my backpack with Bibles. It's kind of stupid because they have Bibles. Uh, You don't need to do that anymore. (laughs) I just didn't know that. Um, But we get there. And the first day, we literally, we made one connection. And that connection was for us to sleep at a building. 
nothing else. And so we get there, and the first day we're like, what do we do? And I'm like, I don't know, let's just go and like, I guess, walk around the city and pray. That's what we do as Christians, right? So we start walking around. Everyone's looking at us because we're like freaks. And uh, this, little late, this little 20-year-old girl walks up to me, and she goes, we're the same. I'm like, I don't know if you've looked in the mirror lately. We ain't the same. <laughs> uh, and, and she's like, no, we're the same. And at this point, my skeptical mind is like, are you special police? Like, are you trying to get me in jail? Uh, and ends up opening the door. She, she's this 22-year-old girl in university, found Jesus, radically changed her life, and she started preaching the gospel to everyone she knows. Uh, and that blew my mind because I'm like, we hardly preach the gospel to, to the people that know Jesus, never mind the people outside of the church. And so she's like, she brings us to her underground church. And the first underground church we went to was hers. We ended up going, going to this small little room, half the size of this stage. There's 30 people in there. And it's the first time I've ever felt the Holy Spirit hit a room so heavy that it felt like I was in a shower. Like it was like so thick. And, and we literally prayed for three hours. And it flew by, like it didn't even feel like that. It was the craziest time. So we, you know, that connection, her, this one connection through God, you know, sending us to China and then introducing us to this 22-year-old girl ended us ended up getting us connected to the whole underground church movement in China, which there's a hundred million people in the underground church in China. And they are on fire. And so we get in this church. I remember going around and being like, I'm just like so not worthy because you guys like literally are risking your life for your faith. And, and they just said, no, you, you need to be here because we can't know the knowledge that you know. We don't have the freedom to study like you do. And so we went all over China, ended up like border North Korea, all over the place uh, for eight months, just preaching and, and, and leading and helping um, teach the underground church in China. And ultimately... Um, you know, coming from there and then going back to Edmonton, finding my wife, which that is a whole nother redemptive story. Um, and um, now doing what we do now. It's just, it's, it's wild to understand from where I started, the heathen, the lost prodigal son who was going to commit suicide. to going into missions, traveling around the world, teaching and preaching the word of God, to finding my wife, to being here yesterday and having just like God use us in that way. Um, there's hope. There's hope. For any of you here today who feel like maybe there isn't hope there is hope God's real he loves you the gospel is good news 
We are to love God with everything we are and then love the people around us and then go teach others the same way, the same thing. It's not complicated. Jesus died for everybody. He loves everyone more than you can. So all we need to do is partner with him in that walk of love. All of you are, are redeemable. Your sons and daughters who are, are, are maybe a little lost. There's hope. As much as you love them, Jesus loves them way more. To a different degree that you can't even understand. He died for them. Keep hope. Keep faith. Go out and speak the good news. Go out to Calgary. Canada needs us to share the good news. Our country is lost. It needs Jesus. Jesus is the only thing that can lead our country into redemption. That's it. And we get to partner with God to show that? Us broken people who are lost ourselves? He's not waiting for you to be perfect. He's saying, I don't need your perfection. I don't need you to be perfect. I just need you to follow me. I'll guide the, I'll, I'll, I'll open the doors. I'll guide the way. I'll be the lamp to your feet. Just trust me and follow God. I love you guys. We are praying for you up in Edmonton. We love you guys. I know that you're doing the same. And um, we're going to be here to pray. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube. If this message resonated with you and you would like to give to our church, go to myc3church.ca. See you next week.